I think it matters who you spend your time with and who you give your ear to. And yep. what I've noticed over the years is I've traveled and I've sat with the women in the US or abroad behind our products at the Flourish Market is how important it was when someone said to them, I believe in you. Mm. And I believe in you. And it wasn't just one time, but it's this consistent thing that they needed and was a big part of our life. And I feel like for many of us, for most of us, especially in America, we don't consider that a need. But mm. that is an absolute need for us to be around people who say, I believe in you. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to another episode of the Business with Purpose podcast. It is episode 260. That's wild. Em, can you believe it? I can because I've sat in this chair with you for over five years. Now. I know. I watched you do your thing, help so many people. It's exciting. I know. This is incredible. So uh, this is to episode 260. As my listeners know by now, every 10 episodes on the the 10, on the 10s, uh, I usually do either like a solo episode or a special edition kind of episode. And this episode is going to be no different than that. And really unlike anything we've ever kind of done here. Dun, dun, dun. And for the Longtime listeners, you are very familiar with M. Gray of the Flourish Market. Um, she's one of my nearest and dearest and bestest friends in the world. She is always my co-host of the Gift Guide every year. She was one of my first uh, guests on the show, like when we started. I mean, I think you were episode like three, three. or something three. like that. Yeah. So you've been around a long time, and we're doing something a little different today because, you know, let's just be real. We're kind of coming out of a crazy season. We're still in a crazy season. A little wild. And the retail, the the business landscape is very different right now than it was 18 months ago. I mean, you're a business owner. I'm a business owner. We own different kinds of businesses, but our businesses look pretty different. It's true. I can confirm. I co-sign on this yes, statement. Yes, co-sign. <laughs> co-sign on this statement. And so we today's episode is going to be like a workshop. Yes. So this is for a couple of different people. All right. So number one, if you are a brand owner, if you are a brand owner, this is yet episode. So if you're driving right now, you can listen, but you're probably going to want to like audio, like maybe record some notes while you're driving. Don't don't type and drive. Okay. Do like audio. Uh, what are the voice memos? Voice memos. A voice, voice memo it up. Um, or you're probably going to want to listen to this back with like a pen and paper, a pad, you know, a, a notepad. <laughs> it sounds very like, oh, let me get my notepad. Um, so that's number one. If you're a brand owner, like this is going to be really for you. If you are a consumer, this is going to be a little bit different, but I think you might be fascinated by this because I am not obviously like I, I'm a business owner, but I don't own, like I don't sell a physical product. And still, this stuff is fascinating to me. Like I love listening to different, uh, you know, interviews and, and episodes just kind of on like the nitty gritty of how business works. And so we are actually titling today's episode on is basically like this is a workshop. And so how to get started wholesaling Boom. and why wholesaling matters. So if you are a business owner and you like if you own it and sell a physical product, do not turn this off because this may be actually like legit the thing that can just 
take your business to the next level because so many businesses in the last 18 months have closed up shop and it is devastating to see. And we don't want to see that. We want to see your business thrive. And so we are offering this like, this is totally free. We're giving you all this information because we care. And it's something that we're both really passionate about. We want to see especially brands in the purpose space, the ethical brands, sustainable brands, fair trade brands. We want to see you thrive. And so often this information that's out there isn't marketed or geared towards you. And a retailer, retailers are busy and they don't take, it's hard to find the time to share their perspective. So I'm bringing you a retailer's perspective today. And also don't hang up the phone. If you are a (laughs) brand owner who has, you know, you've already started wholesaling or you have over a thousand accounts. I know there are people like you listening, you are going to get absolute value out of today's workshop as well too. Big time. So, um, but before we get into all of that, we're going to kind of, you know, get into all the nitty gritty. I want to just kind of thank a couple of our partners of the show because cheers to partners. As you know, uh, if I didn't have partners, I would not be able to do, I mean, I would be able to do this, but it would be much more difficult. So the first is Demet. And I have had the founder, Julie Billingham on the show. She's phenomenal. You should go back and listen to that episode. Um, I've been talking about them for months and I am particularly passionate about this brand right now because they are a brand based out of Haiti. And, you know, we are seeing in the news the just the devastation that is coming out of the aftermath of the earthquake in Haiti. And one of the best ways, the tangible ways that we can be really legitimately helping right now is supporting the brands that are boots on the ground, like doing work in Haiti, are employing these people. And we actually, I mean, it's kind of crazy the timing of all of this, because in my interview with Julie, one of the things she's talked about was the aftermath of the earthquake in 2008. And she said she was there, she was working, and and she was in a tent camp. And there was a woman there who literally looked at her and said, I don't want your bottles of water. I want a job. And so this is a way that you can tangibly support uh, people that are just doing incredible work in Haiti. They are employee owned. Um, They also, their factory is 100% run on solar energy. Um, And in French, demain means two hands. And they created that brand name because everything they create is created by trained artisans who use their two hands to make their life better while crafting beautiful products. This is truly a company that is set out to change lives and make a positive impact in the world. They have set up an educational program to train people with artisan skills. They built a factory, again, that operates on 100% solar energy. They employ more than 40 artisans. Their stuff is beautiful. I remember you and I got lunch a couple of months ago and you were like, Molly, what is that bag? I need I to did. know about this bag. That was the bag. That is Jemeh. Their stuff is handcrafted leather, sustainably made. My favorite sandals are by Jemeh. And they're made like the soles are made out of recycled tires. Like genius, 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 genius. So beautiful sandals. They even have these hand painted sandals that are really unique. They create jewelry, leather goods, so many incredible things. So go support this incredible brand. That is D-E-U-X-M-A-I-N-S dot com and use the code Molly for 15% off. And my other partner of the show is Mama Suds, the head mama at Mama Suds, Michelle Smith. She has been on my show before. I have been a huge fan of this mama-owned brand for years. And what she does is creates effective, clean plant-based cleaning products. Everything from laundry detergent to Castile soap to her 
bomb, bomb, extra strength oxygen powder. I use this stuff all the time in my laundry. I've been using it for a few months. It launched back in January. And let me tell you, Em, here on the farm, we're, we're here at the farm right now. I was going to say, I hope like, people can hear the ducks. And I'm just thinking of Mama Suds and they, they got to get a lot of new things out of the laundry yeah, these days. A lot of things out of the laundry. Let's just say my kids, myself, my husband, we get dirty here. Okay. There's like duck poop. Let, like I'm just being real. Chicken poop, turkey poop, guinea poop. Like there's just a lot of foul, uh, foul, foul things. It's just fine. And um, my kids are sweaty. They're playing in the creek. Like our, our clothes just get dirty. And so the extra strength oxygen powder is a clean bleach alternative that legit works. It is. I'm such a huge fan of it. Not only is it a laundry booster and stain remover, you can also use it as like a scouring agent when you're cleaning. Stuff is bomb. So go to mamasuds.com, use the coupon code Molly and get an extra 15% off. All right. So now we are getting into the nitty gritty of this. M, when you first joined me on the show five years ago, you had just a fashion truck. I did. I mean, and things look pretty different now. <laughs> so give us kind of like the 36,000 foot view of like where you were, where you are now, and what the like the changing retail landscape has been. Absolutely. Okay. So me personally, first I have, a, have to give a shout out to you, Molly, because <laughs> in October of 2015, uh, we're about to celebrate our six-year anniversary oh, of the Flourish Market. That is amazing. And you were my first yes. You were my first yes. You hosted the grand opening of the Flourish Market, which at the time was a little mini boutique on wheels. And so I mention that story and Molly brings that up because I have been a one woman show, although as yeah. like you guys do, you have so many supporters around you, right? Yeah. But I have been the one that's like pulled the orders, packed the orders, weighed it, shipped it, all of that and handled everything. And now I've got a team of 16. So you know, first year one, I was a fashion truck and then, you know, made a couple of part-time hires, had a free intern in November of 2016, opened my first brick and mortar two years ago, moved my brick and mortar into a 3,500 square foot facility in downtown Raleigh, North Carolina, and, you know, have scaled it with um, no loans. And so I know what it's like to be so busy and have to figure out the strategic actions you have yeah. to make time for to scale a business in a way that doesn't take from your life or others, yeah. but actually provides value. So um, lots of lessons I've learned the hard way, I would say. <laughs> We'll dive into this in detail, but obviously when the pandemic hit, you know, I did have to close my shop. It was an opportunity for my team to hunker down and serve our customers like never before, listen to them to understand how to pivot. And during that time is when I, I'll tell you a little bit about my background in a bit, but really leaned in on my investment banking background, my love of economic trends and leaning into helping all the brands we partnered with for the Flourish market, but also brands from all over by playing this part in stepping up as a retail consultant and helping brands land wholesale accounts that we're still buying because don't believe what everyone's telling you that Amazon is going to be the death of all retail. Actually, yeah. economic trend reports actually show that independent brick and mortar stores, which can be the bread and butter for your wholesale accounts, are performing very well. And what we saw high level 36,000 
feet view during the pandemic is I don't know about you guys, but more than ever, I realized the power of my dollar. Right. Okay. And you know, Molly, you've been harping on us for yeah. years and years, yes. but it's so interesting. It started to show in the economic trend reports for one of the first times in a big way that consumers were spending in alignment with their values. And so I say that to start us off because we've got to ride this trend mm -hmm. and lean in, jump into the water, jump into the waves. They might feel a little rough at first. We got to <laughs> get our feet footing. I'm looking at you because I know you just got back from Hawaii on a family trip, Molly, but we can figure this out and we can do this together. So I'm super excited. Can I tell them what we're going to do today? Yes, like what, okay. please. So we're going to kick off with um, the changing retail landscape. So in detail, the five biggest changes I've seen, and I'm going to convert that information into recommendations for you. And this won't just help you like land wholesale accounts. This is great for direct to consumer, okay? Then I'm gonna go into like wholesale 101 and like why wholesale and especially why now? Yeah. <laughs> this seems like maybe even a problematic time to pi right. be pitching retailers. Right. I get that a lot. Then we'll move into the three biggest mistakes I see brands make when pitching retailers. So in their emails or in Instagram messages. And we'll end with my five-step recipe for the perfect pitch email because I want you to walk away from this workshop with like an easy button plan yeah. to get started today if you wanted. Um, and I'm sure we'll toss in a few fun things, yes. other things here and there yes. as well. Yes. So good. So that, like I said at the beginning, this is something that we really want to be valuable to you. We want to add value to you and we want it to be something that you walk away with like legit tangible information that you can implement and hopefully grow your business and be thriving when everybody else is struggling. <laughs> so no, we don't. We, that Maybe that sounds really bad. But I mean, truly, like we just we want you to thrive and we care. And so and you can thrive yes. right now. Yes. You can thrive. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, M. So obviously, uh, I love just seeing the evolution of your business. And it just always makes me so happy too that like I, I was your first yes. Like first so, yes. Um, and I just remember you at your birthday dinner sharing that you're mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna start this fashion truck. July and I was like 2015, when do I it. thirty. Do it, girl. You were the only person everyone was like horrified. <laughs> I was like, heck yes, like I am here for this this. Well, what's my one smile? You got, you know, when you say something crazy out loud, your eyes dart around the group for like, who's got my back? Please let someone have that my back. Me. That was me. Um, okay. So talk to us about the changing retail landscape. And yes. I, I am also, even though I am not a numbers person, I'm actually fascinated by data, 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 potato, potato. What is the changing retail landscape? Like what is the data showing us right now? Sure. And I want to say, because I think there's a lot of bad advice on the internet. And here's why. Really? <laughs> <laughs> really? That's shocking. For business, especially. And I think people wanting to be experts on X, Y, or Z. And so I want to tell you guys my background, not in a way of I feel like I need to prove myself to you, but in a way of like, hey, I want you to see why I care and why I'm so passionate about coming alongside you. So my background, when I sat around that table um, in July of 2015, what I was telling my friends was I was quitting my investment banking job. So at the time, I was the vice president of change management and communications. So I lived in London for this role. I lived and worked all over the world, worked a lot in New York. And my what my job role was basically when all the chaos was going around in the economy, in our company, in the world, I was charged with teaching, doing workshops with middle managers and senior managers to teach them how to manage their people through change and chaos. Okay, so that is why 
you know, I was big with the flourish market and heads down with that. But that is why when the pandemic came, I knew that I could play this role of understanding what was going on economics wise, all that chaos. I'm sure everyone like I was, was overwhelmed, right? We're hearing all these different economic reports. We're hearing different things on the news. Like, will we survive? What's going on? And I was like, wait, I can play a role in taking this. You know, I only quit a few years ago taking this understanding all these news outlets and interpreting that into just telling people what to do and how to be successful through this change. Okay. So that's where my passion comes from. A lot of people are like, this girl's got a lot of energy. So I wanted to let you know why, but (laughs) let's talk about the five biggest changes. And I think consumers, if you're still listening, will think this is interesting. Okay. So number one, and again, for each one of these, I'm going to give you a recommendation for your business. Okay. So the biggest thing that's changed in the retail landscape, especially when it comes to retailers, is we are only asking ourselves one question right now. Only one question. And if you've got your notebook, like Molly told you, you can write down the one and only question retailers are asking themselves right now when we're looking at products for our store is, will this sell? Will this sell? And you might say, Emily, that's obviously. Right. (laughs) But I'll tell you, pre-pandemic, there were other questions we were asking, like, would this merchandise well with some of our other brands? Would people love this brand story behind this Mm -hmm. product? Um, Would this show that we're on trend and it probably wouldn't sell that well, but it can show like we're riding this trend that's in the market. But right now, because we got stuck with so much inventory when March and April of last year hit, and because during the pandemic, we had to throw so many pieces of spaghetti at the wall with our consumers to see what would change with their changing needs. We are so risk averse, okay? And the economy is still changing. Right now, as we're recording this, the Delta variant is bigger. You know, there's just a lot going on, even outside of COVID, right? And lots of things we're having to navigate. So we are only asking one question right now, and that is, will this sell? Okay, we're going to return to this with the pitch email. Yeah. Don't forget this. I'll circle back for that recommendation. Yes, so good. Okay, number two, retailers. We are making smaller smarter, more frequent buying decisions, okay? So before we would, um, you know, throw a couple thousand dollars at a brand um, for an opening order or at least $500 and we'd stock up for three to six months, okay? Because of what I just said about having COVID PTSD, we are now buying like very small groupings of products at a time and instead ordering every three to four weeks from brands. Mm. And again, we're very risk averse because this is still spaghetti throwing at the wall because just because those statement earrings sold well pre-COVID, we don't know, are people still buying statement earrings? You know, it was loungewear. Now it's like going out, even grocery stores. Yeah. If you guys are in um, the packaged foods industry, grocery stores, they're selling different things. Obviously, there's always the necessities, but there's a difference in what families have been buying because, you know, are we gathering together in large groups? Like Thanksgiving has looked different. And so we are, especially with new brands, we are too afraid to spend $500 for an opening order. So my recommendation is, if you're already wholesaling, and as you think about wholesaling, whereas before your opening minimum order for the season would be $500 to $1,000 wholesale, my recommendation, unless you sell luxury products, is to lower that opening order minimum to $150. Yeah. And I know people don't want to hear that, but here's the deal. You're still going to get your foot in the door. Yes. Um, you don't want that barrier to entry. And so if you lower it, you're still going to probably do 500 to 1,000 in sales that season, but we're going to most likely say no to a new brand if you're requiring us to put $500 of our budget or more 
into the first order because again, we want to test it. So if you know it's going to sell for us, just let us have that low opening order minimum. We'll probably turn around and make our second or third order three to $500. So yeah. Big tip there. Is there a particular product that maybe you have come across this season where you were like, we're going to test this out. We're going to place a small order and it just sold like hotcakes. And then you immediately had to. Yes. Do you want to know what it is? I do. I actually gifted you something in this realm for your birthday. Oh, today's Molly's birthday. It is. When we're recording this, it is my birthday. It's her birthday. Um, We, I tried out non-alcoholic spirits. Yeah. So replacement. So zero proof gin and tequila just thinking people are gonna think this weird but i was like me personally like i live alone during the pandemic so i don't know drinking alone felt a little sad so yeah. like, let me try to do some drink this would be fun and so i brought in like only i think i got 30 bottles of each and we sold through in a week less wow. than that and that was so surprising to me because it hadn't come up on any of the customer research we had done because i found there was shame around talking about um alcohol especially mm. during a pandemic at least with our customer base so um that that was a big surprise so I just gave Molly some. Yes. Um, it's like non-alcoholic sparkling rosé. And it's really good. I'm real, real so pumped about we it. We brought in several brands now and we brought in like cocktail mixers. Yes. Um, and mocktail mixers. And so that was like the biggest surprise that now takes up a lot of our shelf space. I love that. I yep. love that. That's a great, great, great example. Right. Okay. So after you've got your, uh, you know, lower your minimum, lower order. your minimum order. Mm-hmm. What's after that? Um, I want you to ship out quickly. So before brands would take one to two weeks to ship out, but because we have nothing in our stock rooms, because we're just putting like a minimum, putting everything on the, yes, on the, st- on the, the floor, we run out quite a bit if we have an unexpected sales day. And so we're always going to order first from the brands that we know ship out same day or next day. So if you're like, I don't keep inventory on hand, I make it as people order. That's fine. This tip isn't for you. But for those of you who do have inventory, move up your wholesale orders before all customers, because the sooner you get the product to us, the sooner you're going to get return orders. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number three, you ready? So good. I'm ready. Okay. The third biggest change out of the five uh, that I've seen in reports is the increased role of online shopping and curbside pickup. Mm, yes. Oh my gosh. Does as anyone a consumer, else love the curbside life? As a concern, <laughs> consumer, yes. And let me just say, not just pre-pandemic, but like with kids. Yes. With so kids. Much easier. Curbside is my jam. Like if a store offers curbside, I'm like, heck to the yes. Yes. Our city tried to take away. Well, they didn't try. They were just like kind of brought it up in a conversation with a bunch of business owners and they drafted like, oh, maybe there's an option that we can do away with the curbside zones now. And I thought there was going to be a riot <laughs> yeah. because once you give someone something like in consumers, something that they love business owners, we don't want to see it taken away. So here's what I want you to do in response to that. So I need you guys to uplevel your product images. And if you cannot afford to hire a photographer, let's take some YouTube university classes and use portrait mode on your cell phone. I'm going to circle back to this uh, later in the training yeah. with, a, with a free resource for you. But up-leveling your product images is so important. And here's why. You probably watched so many boutiques and stores that were not really that big online and didn't have websites before. Get a website for the first time and start selling online for shipping and curbside pickup or they up-leveled their website. And consumers, hear this, you guys, consumers associate the nicety of your product with the nicety of your product images. And I hate that because if they can hold it and see your merchandise, it's so beautiful. And then if you're like, just have like, an okay product image, they're just not going to buy online. And right now we are still so 
we were at 80% online shopping. Now it's gone down a little bit. It went back down to 40% curbside, but now we're back up to over 50% curbside because of this, this variant and just lots of other things in life. And that is, you know, easier, right. And more convenient. So this is the time unlike ever before that I really want to see you up level your product images because there's a chance that if you're pitching retailers, they won't pick up your brand if your images aren't good because they know it won't perform well online. And that's a big part of our business right now. Yeah. No, that's such a great point. And I think just in general, I talk about this all the time in whatever you do with business is invest in good photography. We live in a visual culture these days. And I just tell I tell content creators, I'm like, look, if your images stink, <laughs> like you're you're selling yourself short. And it frustrates me so much. And I've talked about this before in what is it about the ethical space that a lot of the times brands images are terrible. And I'm just like, guys, your products are so beautiful. And yet your pictures do not show how beautiful your products are. And it frustrates mm-hmm. me to no end. So yes, we yeah, we will circle back on Molly's that. Molly's co-signing yes. on that. So I get real heated about that. <laughs> where I know a lot of things are pulling for your time and a lot of things are pulling for your budget. And I want to let you know now more than ever, this is the time to use your time and yes. your budget. Find some like let's, let's cut from another place to give to your product images because it's going to pay dividends for you. Yes. And let me just say, and I know that we're going to circle back to this, but like this is the tip that I tell people all the time. And I'm just like, you have no excuses after this. You can, I, I know we talked about we're kind of sometimes we're a little controversial on Amazon, whatever. Go on Amazon, buy a $30 light box. If you sell a physical, like a, like an accessory type product, you can literally go on Amazon and spot. It's like a $30 white box and you, it, it, you can stick your product inside, use portrait mode on your phone and take bomb pictures mm-hmm. and it will change the way your pictures look. If you don't have, go to the dollar store, buy three white whiteboards. Yes. Like white poster boards, set them up by a window in your house. Yes. Get get some flowers. Guess what? Like it will up level your product images so much. Anyway, sorry. No, I could rant on that. I'm so excited to return to this. And I lied earlier. I fibbed on accident saying it was a free resource, but it is a very uh, inexpensive resource that I'm going to tell you about about photography. So don't fret. It's coming at the end. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Next. Number four. Okay. So number four out of five is that consumers are focusing on shopping their values not only when it comes to themselves, but in gifting. Yes. So now there's this like unspoken accountability um, for many of the consumers, especially in America, that's a little bit newer because they saw so many businesses go under Mm -hmm. during the pandemic that it's um, a little faux pas. I hope I'm using that fancy word correctly, but faux pas to give your friends something that Um, doesn't carry meaning or wasn't ethically made or doesn't tie in with uh, their personal integrity. Right. So this is an interesting thing that's come up in reports. Okay. So that's a change values and gift shopping. So think made in the USA, um, handmade, eco-friendly, sustainable, black owned, female owned. I mean, everything Molly's podcast is about. 
I know yes. I don't have to spell it out for yeah. you guys. So this is your time to shine, friends. This is the wave I'm talking about we're going to ride. Okay, yeah. so here's my recommendations for these. I've got three for this one because it's a big deal and I know that this these podcast listeners, this is your realm, okay? So first recommendation for this change, I want you to put your values at the forefront of your marketing, mm-hmm. okay? So a couple of times a week on, on social media. So like every couple of posts, we want you, your one-liner about your marketing or just remind people visually about about your values, okay? On your website, on your about page, on every product page, every product page, because you never know which one a wholesaler or consumer is gonna land on. Talk about your values, okay? On your um, bio for social media and on your product packaging. You'd be so surprised, you guys, um, and you might fall into this category of holding back some of these details when you're putting together your merchandising and your earring cards or what goes on your bottle. And I'm telling you, you've got to put it on there because that is going to help move more of your products in a store, okay? And at pop-ups and whatever you're doing because people actually care. And I know you probably didn't put on there before because you're like, people don't care, Emily. Well, people are actually starting to care. So this is really cool. All right, second reco with this one. Show your face. Yes. Show your face and show the behind the scenes. Okay. So when I as a retail partner get pitched, the first thing I do is go to your website and Instagram and I am looking for who is asking me to partner up with them. And in consumers, like they want to see who is getting their money. Right. And the cool thing about putting your face out there is people feel connected and you're actually going to feel more connected to your audience. Okay. And I know a lot of people don't want to do that, but it is time to come forward. Okay. I want to challenge you to come forward as part of your brand, not only for survival for your brand and in order to thrive, but it invites people, other people to do the same. And we need a world where people step forward in their gifts. In addition to showing your face, I also want you to show the behind the scenes of you making your product or whoever makes your product. And I know to do that with dignity for a lot of you, you don't necessarily want to show the people who make your products, but can you show their hands or can you show part of the process that doesn't involve a human touching it? The more you can show with the dignity, the the more people become not only attached to your brand, but it actually builds the value of your product and what they'll pay for it, okay? And retailers love seeing this visually in video and IGTVs or Instagram stories or even Facebook Lives because we get to watch that and then tell our customer about that in-store, okay? Mm -hmm. So this works direct to consumer and also with retailers. And then my last tip with this change is that I really want to encourage you guys to make your products giftable. Yes. And here's what I mean by that. You can use your same products, but just make the merchandising giftable, okay? So this is a great time to start planning this and get in new earring cards or new stickers for your bottles or whatever it is for the holidays because when something, when merchandising is made giftable on a product, It helps when a consumer is walking in a store or when a consumer is browsing your website, your Instagram photos, it helps tee up for them that, hey, this will be a good gift for my mom or, oh my gosh, um, you know, Molly's birthday is coming up. Let me go ahead and grab this for her. Okay. It is a psychological cue for the shopper that it informs them, right, of like, hey, wait, they're a giftable brand, all right? So this can look as easy as, I'll give you an example, one of my clients in my coaching program, she, for Mother's Day, took her existing products and she put her jewelry on cards that had really cool quotes about moms, okay? And she sold out of them. 
And there was nothing different than what the product she had previously sold. It was just really beautiful earring cards that said beautiful things about being a mom. And so that made it a really good gift. So you could put scripture, you could do inspirational quotes. We have, as other examples, candles in our store that have a quote from St. Francis of Assisi. You could also use humor. We have candles that say, I feel personally victimized by my children. <laughs> you know, um, think of what your personal voice is, what your brand voice is if you run a company, and how can you translate that to giftable marketing, okay? And a bonus here, if you can produce products that retail for $20 and under, it's a little bonus tip, economic trend report are showing that while people used to spend $30 on a gift, they're now spending 20. Yeah. So you may not be able to use your best essential oil or your best 14 karat gold, but can you have three to five products that can sell direct to consumer or to retailers that retail for $20? Okay. And yes, then- I would agree with that as a consumer for sure, because I, there are so often where like I'm looking on a website for a gift idea and I want to spend under $20, yeah. if, especially if I'm like doing teacher gifts, things like that and you're buying multiple things, you want to have an easy, accessible product that then gets people hooked onto your brand. Right. And again, when people gift your brand, that is exposing them to other folks who then get to look your brand up. So that's a hot tip. Yes. All right. You ready for the last change? Ready. Okay. This is it, you guys. The fifth and final biggest change I've seen in the changing retail landscape is the importance of product innovation, okay? Mm -hmm. And consumers and retailers buying, especially retailers buying breadth of product over depth, okay? That means, again, we're not buying 30 of a product to sell in our store. We would rather buy one to two, maybe three units of your product, but buy like 10 to 20 different types of Mm. products from you. Whereas before COVID, we would go, oh, those five things will sell. Let's get 30 units of each, okay? Retail has always been about discovering something new. So whether you're shopping online, someone's on your website or my website or in my brick and mortar store, and that became very real over the pandemic because although we were more burnt out than ever, we were more bored than ever. And Mm -hmm. there was, I don't know if you guys, weekly status reports were showing you'd been online a little more than usual, (laughs) but there was a lot of internet like shopping and browsing going on. Yeah. And here's the thing retailers, we had to try so many new things and throw spaghetti at the wall that we had weekly new arrivals. And now guess what? We can't take away just like we can't take away curbside pickup. Mm -hmm. We can't take away the new, new, new from customers. Okay. So two recommendations here. One, um, instead of doing a spring collection, a fall collection, I would encourage you instead to do four to six mini collection launches per year. Mm -hmm. So every two to three months, putting out products. So you might say, Emily, I don't have time to do, I normally do 12 products in spring and 12 products in fall. I don't have time to design any other products. Well, that's fine. Instead, launch four to six of each of those products. Just break it up into mini collections. And this is because retailers are always looking for new, new, new. Okay. And because our consumers are. And then... With that, the second tip there is if you have minimum set up on your website where a retailer has to buy 10 units of something or even five or six units of something as a minimum, change that to one. Yeah. Change it to one because we want to be able to buy breadth over depth. Mm, That's such a good tip and so different than how it used to be. So if... A brand owner is listening and they have never wholesaled before. They've always been direct to consumer or maybe they have their own brick and mortar store. Why, why should they wholesale? 
Like yeah. why is wholesaling something that they should be considering right now? Sure. Okay. The biggest thing I always say with wholesale is the math works even with small margins, okay? Because with one yes, you actually profit more. All right, so I'm gonna give like a very high level non-investment banking Emily scenario here, okay? So in general, wholesale, where you can start is taking 50% off. So if you sell a product for $36, all right, 36 divided by two, you would sell that to a retailer for $18, mm-hmm. okay? So as you progress, bigger brands and as you grow would take 54 or 55% off. But retailers are used to merely buying things at 50% off, especially from smaller brands, indie maker brands. Okay. So indie maker brands, indie brands. Yeah. So, all right, let's talk through the math so I can show you what I meant earlier by the math works even with small margins. Okay. So let's take that product that's $36 as an example. So that's your retail price. That's what you sell it for at pop-ups and on your website. Now you might say, Emily, the cost to make that product is $12. So when I sell that at a pop-up or on my website, I profit $24, 36 minus 12 is $24, okay? And so you might say, if I have to take 50% off for wholesale, I'm only selling it to a retailer for $18 and that product still takes $12 to make. So I'm only going to profit $6 with a re- with a consumer, like direct to customer, I'm profiting $24, but with a retailer, I'm only profiting $6 from that product. Right. And I say, good math. However, with a retailer, we are buying 10 to 20 to 30 to 100 or more pieces of your products in every order, okay? So let's take bare minimum as an example for this product. Um, If you set your minimum opening order around 150, right? right? 150, 180, like I recommended earlier. That would mean that I need to buy 10 units of this product, about nine or 10. So 10 units times $6 profit per unit is $60 profit. Right. So with one cha-ching on your phone, with one order, you have made $60 profit from a retailer versus the $24 from the consumer. Mm-hmm. And also, <laughs> retailers, we're normally ordering every month from you, okay? Right. If your product's selling for us, so that $60 profits every three to four weeks versus a consumer might buy from you once a year, never again, or maybe tops two to three times a year, okay? And I'm a big believer in thinking about time too, because I mentioned earlier that I've definitely like (laughs) packed a box. Guys, you know, you got to weigh it, you got to find the product, put it in the box, weigh it, put the weight into your backend system, print out the shipping label, tape it on or put it in. That all for, let's say you're selling one product to a customer, that takes what, let's call it five minutes, okay? But let's say a retailer orders 40 units, you're putting all 40 units in one box and to pack that up to weigh it to do the same things might take you 10 minutes, 15 Mm -hmm. minutes tops. If you sold the same 40 products to 40 different customers that take five minutes to pack each package, 40 times five is 200 minutes. That's over three hours it's going to take you or someone on your team to pack and ship out those orders. So you actually get a better return on your time investment in Mm. many areas with wholesale, okay? Yeah. So it's allowing you to move a lot of product at once. So you're not having to pedal, uh, you know, for every single sale that month. And 
kind of backing up high level, retailers are looking for you and we cannot find you because we have to have product innovation in our store and new, new, new. Our customers are looking for products we've never sold before. The hot products, you know, that are moving for us, we want to bring in four to five different brands that sell those products. And so we need you. Yeah. We are counting on you to pitch us, okay? And to and to show us your products, okay? And when you land in a store, people always crack up, brands will message me because they're like, when you showed us on Insta stories, we got like 10 more orders. Yeah. (laughs) Because retailers follow each other, right? From all over the US. I have a retailer friend on the West Coast who have a product selling well for me. I'm like, hey, go look at this brand. It's working for us. She does vice versa. And also big retailers are watching small retailers. That's because we're like little motorboats that can shift and change and pivot very quickly. The targets of the world, the anthropologies of the world, name X, Y, or Z, big brand. They're like the Titanic ship. Mm, bad example. They're like a big ship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bad, Disney cruise. Bad a example. Disney cruise. The Disney a wish. Disney cruise wish thing. Yeah. It takes a while to move their ship. And so I actually hosted a training last September and a Target buyer hopped on there. I yeah. didn't even know she was following us. And so you have these big retailers looking at small retailers to see what things are selling for us and what we're doing because they can't be as agile. And so several of my clients, they have been picked up by big brands because big brands were watching small independent retailers. Okay. So I have actually an interview coming out in a couple of weeks with the incredible Holly Christine Hayes of uh, Sanctuary Project. And love, love, love her. Y'all are going to love this episode. It comes out like, uh, I don't know, in a couple weeks. It's like really soon. Um, But they, it was a similar situation, small ethical brand. She started in like, what, 2018, something like that. And uh, kind of the same thing, like Target picked them up. Yes. And um, and so now they're sold on Target.com and that just changed everything. Yes. For them. And wholesale is a way to like get exposure. So when you're thinking about PR and, you know, Landy getting an interview with Molly for her podcast, this is sort of the same sort of thing. You're getting in front of new audiences that didn't know about you before. So the, the last thing I'll say here on why wholesale is, When you land, for example, in my store and you're on my shelves or you're on my table styled and then you go on my website and then we talk about you on social media, you are getting exposed to hundreds, if not thousands of customers who have never heard about you. And in general, you know, you guys know you've heard it a million times. People have to hear about your brand at least seven times before they make a move. And so this is another seed that you're sowing. And while you won't see fruit from every seed you sow right now, it's very important to pitch wholesale accounts and do things that actually grow, like move the needle strategically for your business because we can spend our time running on the hamster wheel, right? I know a lot of you feel like that right now, especially keeping up in a pandemic and just doing all the things we have to do to keep things running operational wise. But this this sort of work is the work that um, is not busy work, but work that actually is going to grow our income and impact as a business. And that's that's what's exciting. Oh, so good. So, 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 so good. And and there's just so many pieces in there that just if you're not convinced now, you should be. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully you are by now. Um, Okay, so... You're, last part. you know, now this is the last part. Yeah. And this is probably, arguably, the most important part. Yes. I'm, this is where I'm going to easy button it for you guys. Um, because <laughs> can you tell I just really need you to pitch us? And yes. when I say us, I don't just mean the flourish market. 
I am in a mastermind with almost a hundred other retailers across, you know, across groceries and boutiques and gift boutiques and men's stores. And everyone is having the same issue right now. Our consumers are demanding new products and innovation from us. And we're at our wits ends trying to search and we can't find you. And instead of fighting over SEO and all the things, don't try to work hard so we can find you. Just reach out to us and pitch us. And I'm going to tell you exactly how. But first, I'm going to start with the three biggest mistakes. Yes. I see and pitch emails. Okay. And if you bow your head in shame, don't even, you're not alone. I'm going to tell you exactly what to do instead. So we can get you on the good road. Okay. Yeah. Because so here's, here's not, here's what not to do yes. in your pitch email to retailers. This is what not to do. Okay. And you're probably doing all these things and that is okay because 99.9997% official stat, just kidding. <laughs> of people who pitch us, you know, we get 30 to 50 pitches a week via Instagram message, Facebook message, email, they're doing this. So the great thing about this, if you do what I teach you to do, it's going to set you apart from everyone. Okay. So three biggest mistakes. Number one, is a mass message through Mm -hmm. Instagram or email that's like a copy and paste. Yep. And you might still be using high flourish market team, but I can tell you have not done any research on who we are, okay? And you're focused on quantity over quality. And I use this example. So you're just like thinking that if I email 100 accounts, that maybe a few people will respond back. But I'm here to tell you, if you do one catered pitch instead, like I am going to teach you, you're going to have a much better return on your time investment and you're going to create really strong partnerships, Mm -hmm. okay? So we're not going to focus on quantity over quality. We're going to do the opposite, okay? Number two, this one's going to hurt. This one's going to hurt really bad, okay? Uh Uh-oh. Number two is the mistake of making it about you and your brand and your brand story Mm. or any of those things. Yeah. Okay, it should actually be about the retailer. Yep. We're going to dig into that. Here is the example I'll give with this. All right. Remember when we used to have networking events when we could like be in person before the world blew up? Okay. So imagine walking into a networking event and you open the door and all of a sudden 30 to 40 people start yelling at you about how awesome they and their brand are. And the maybe they're not yelling, but they're like trying to get your attention and they're talking about, you know, this really cool story. And you do have a cool story of who makes your products and what it supports and all of that. But as you're walking through there, like just lots of people are just yelling that to you. Wouldn't it be nice instead if someone stopped you, knew your name, shared they had a mutual friend, or shared that they've loved following you on Instagram and that they know any piece of information about you? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so nice to feel known? So much more personable. Personable. It feels authentic. And there's a connection. Yeah. So... You might think, well, I should just cut to the point and cut to the chase and let's like, let me tell them exactly who we are. But from a psychology perspective, this is the change manager, Emily, coming out. But from a psychology perspective, you actually have to talk about them first to show you've done the research to catch their attention. And I'm going to give you an example in a bit of how to do exactly that. Okay. Because you've got a millisecond. And if you do this correctly, these retailers are going to stop and read your email. Yes. Okay. All right. And the number three mistake. I see this like accidentally done. All right. But the third mistake I see is making the next step to order elusive or hard to follow. Yes. Oh my gosh. That drives me crazy. <laughs> like, in like anything. Yes. Like what are we doing here? Like where do no. I go? And a confused mind says no every single time. Yep. 
A confused mind says no every single time. And for retailer, I want to be able to scan your email in two seconds and click the link and know how to order. And I can do all that in five minutes because yes, we make our buying decisions that quickly. At the Flourish Market, I carry over 200 brands and that is like most retailers. Um, so we got, we just got like two seconds to place that order. Cause we're probably placing 30 to 40 orders that day, especially now that we're placing orders more frequently. Okay. So what I mean by this is like, um, it can be so good. And if you drop the ball at the end, we might be like, this sounds great. And their products are pretty, but like, let me file that away. So when I have time to reach out to them mm -hmm. and like finally order from them, I went back and forth with a brand with Jesse, our buyer this past weekend. I was so frustrated by the third email of needing to get even more information and things not working that I was so obsessed with the product. Now I don't know if I can get the product because I'm just like so stressed about <laughs> the partnership going forward. Yeah. Like if, if it was so hard to order for the first time, like, will it be hard going forward? And right. so I really need to make you guys to make it very easy to follow because that tells me not only can I order right away, but it tells me this is going to be a good partnership. Yeah. All yeah. right. So here's what to do instead. All right. Here's what to do instead. Here's how to nail your pitch email. Let's do it. I'm going to give you my five-step recipe. And then you guys, I just want to say, I've never put this information on the internet, like without like I know. A, a paid firewall, like a paid training. And so you guys, this it is feels, like a big deal. It feels really good. And we just, it just felt right. Yeah, so I'm excited. Um, I was like, Molly, let's just do it. Let's like share all of it. Okay. So my five-step recipe is number one. Hi, use their name. Oh, in any pitch, guys, <laughs> in any pitch. Do you know how much I'm pitched for people to come on the podcast? And I'll get like, hello, still. <laughs> or like, or just what like, names do you get? or hello, podcast host. And I'm <laughs> like, just like, guys, it is not that hard to find my name. It did is, you click on my Instagram? <laughs> it is literally not that. It is all over the place. Yes. Oh, it drives me crazy. So okay, this sorry. is a quick win, but I don't even know. Maybe one of every 200 pitches, it says Emily. Yeah. Which, or even the floor. Well, I would say one out of every like 20 says the flourish market. Okay. So winner, winner, chicken dinner. No offense to Neil Diamond, your chicken yeah. out there that <laughs> yeah, it's going to be dinner one There's day. There's going to be dinner. It's great. All right. So high username. Okay. Number two, show them you know them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Show them you know them. This is what we're talking about. I'm going to give you a word for word example. And I would say two sentences. We're going to come in hot, come in strong on the yes. showing them you know You don't them. need seven paragraphs. That's nope. the other thing. Nope. Don't make the email too long, guys. No, we don't, and you don't and need to, nobody got time for that. And you don't need like, so I'm going to tell you the sentences for each one of these. And you don't need um, like half a sentence. We really want to do two strong sentences for showing them you know them. Okay. Number three, the win-win opportunity. And you guys can use this recipe for any sort of pitch. So if you're pitching Molly or pitching anyone for something. So this is one sentence. And this is returning to that one question. Say it out loud. If you guys are cleaning in your car, making your products, what was that question all retailers are asking? Will this sell? Mm -hmm. So you're basically just in one sentence going to tell them that this is going to sell for them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number four, what's in it for them? This is one sentence. Okay. This is basically spelling out for the retailer why it'll sell. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna give you an example. And the last thing, you probably guessed it, but it's easy buttoning the specific next steps. Okay. And this can be one to two sentences. Molly, shall I read a word for word email? That would be like a bomb pitch. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. What did we say earlier? Get your voice memos out. I know. Get your voice memos out. Guys, I, I mean, this is and I'm this so really is so good for so many things, not yes. just wholesaling. I mean, you could really take this template and use it for pitching influencers, mm -hmm. content creators, yep. podcasters. 
I have an entire, I mean, maybe, maybe some of you are going to judge me for this. I have an entire folder in my email where I literally just file away bad podcast pitches. I do too. We have a bad pitch folder. It, because I, because I use it as examples. I don't call people same, out. Same. I don't shame yes. people, but there are so many that I'm just like, this is horrific. Yes. Horrific. So, um, yeah. So here, here you go. All right. Okay. Word for word. Here we go. Okay. Number one. Hi, use their name. I'm going to tell you a bonus. Can you use numerous names of employees? If you've looked at their Insta stories. Mm-hmm. So we have people that are in my program who know yeah. this. And so they'll be like, hi, Emily and Jess and Jesse. Yeah. Or Janelle or Jemima or Adria. They put numerous names. Yeah. Okay. That will be amazing. Yeah. Okay. Number two, show them you know them. Here would be the sentences I recommend. I said two sentences. Here's an example of someone was pitching us. I've been following along with your business journey through COVID on Instagram, and I've been inspired with how you quickly pivoted to focus on bringing in more $20 and under little gifties in your shop. I also recently loved how you took us behind the scenes on your trip to Vegas market and asked us to vote on your favorite pieces. Yes. So good. That says... I'm going to read. I'm going to keep reading. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry. No, I meant like if I get that email. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Oh, gosh. She's taking control. Do it. Do it. No, but as a retailer, I'm going to keep reading because this says to me that you are worth my time because you have shown me I'm worth yours. And that is a fair Mm -hmm. trade. Yep. Okay. And I want to partner with someone like this because at the end of the day, retailers, we want to partner with people we're just as obsessed with, right? We're going to know about you too and follow you. All right. And that's saying it's going to sell, okay? The win-win opportunity, the one sentence, remember, you're going to tell them that this is going to sell for them, okay? So here's a sentence example. I wanted to reach out because we've just added a new $20 and under line of stud earrings to our collection, handmade in Cambodia, and I think they would sell really well online and in store for you. Perfect. You That is going to sell well for you. This answers my one question, all right? The third part, what's in it for them? Sorry, that's number four. What's in it for them? This is the why it would sell. Yep. Okay. So example, our earring cards are beautiful and speak to the real impact behind the product. So your customers would see this collection as a well-priced and meaningful gift for the women in their lives too, further positioning you as the place to shop locally for gifts. Mm-hmm. Boom. This brand knows and is invested in my goals and who my customer is, okay? They know I want to be um, seen as a gift shop. Sweet. All right, last one. Easy button specific next steps. One to two sentences. Here's the example. And this will be perfect and easy buttoned if you guys are on FAIR, which you've, uh, if you're unfamiliar with what FAIR is, it's kind of like the Etsy for retailers. We go there to find handmade and independent brands. But I would say... Um, This month, we've lowered our opening order minimum to $150 to allow for retailers to quickly test our products over the early fall before placing their holiday orders. You can place your order on our fair site here. Insert the hyperlink. We're currently shipping out the next business day. This hits on everything I told you guys, okay? Yes. Change the details. If you can't ship out that day or you have a different opening order, you know, if you're a luxury product and then attach the rest. If you have a beautiful brand story, if you have something else you want to attach, attach it there. Okay. We don't put it 20 million paragraphs. This is short and sweet. I'm going to click your link and I'm going to check out your products. And I'm literally going to check out if you are helping me solve 
something like a problem that our customers have that I can deliver for them. Yes. Oh, that's so good. I mean, that is just like money right there. Yes. Money, 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 money. Yes. Um, okay. I want to go back because we've got some more resources and we're, we're kind of wrapping up here. Um, but you talked about uh, a photography resource. And this yes. is something that the reason I'm bringing this up now is because this is something that you would include in the email is you want yes. to, again, easy button it for them. And so you want to include a couple really great photos of your product. If you're just kind of starting out and you don't have this massive like setting up a professional photo shoot um, and talk about the quick and easy photography resource for people. Okay. It is included in a bigger program that I run. So I'm going to give you guys a little like, I'm known for like an inspirational kick in the pants. Is that okay if I kind of insert some inspirational Please, kick in the pants do it. here, Molly? Okay, do it. cool. <laughs> All right. So what I've found with makers and brand owners, they fall into one of two categories. One they either have been pitching and they're not hearing back from retailers of why they're not like successfully landing accounts or two, which is the biggest place I find people in, um, they're either too afraid to start wholesale because it overwhelms them, like the logistics of how it will work and all they're going to have to figure out, or they are um, kind of already wholesaling, but ready to like scale. Um, but there's always, no matter who it is, there's always this like mental block of like, yeah. oh, I, I don't want to be too salesy. Like, I don't want to like um, bother people, especially in a pandemic. Like they may not have the budget now. I'm telling you guys, we have the budget to buy your products. And my biggest tip is to pitch us. You absolutely need to pitch us because if you have something that can help solve a retailer's problems, I just did a group mm -hmm. coaching call today with my, um, it's called the Wholesale Way. I have a group coaching program. And one of the brand owners on there, she talked about how she just landed this retail partner who's selling her teas now because she went in there local to get a, a cup of tea. And the woman was like, Oh, I'm so sad because I used to sell a local brand, but they're no longer wholesaling anymore. And this girl actually sells local tea. Yeah. And she was like, hi, my name is Casey Jean. And I actually can solve this problem for you. Yeah. And she shared, she felt like she was going to throw up as she was like pitching herself. But I said, but do you hear that you help solve a problem? As retailers, there are so many products we're looking for and we need to expand and innovate our product collection, please do not hold back. We can't find you. Please pitch us. You have something that will help us. Yeah. And even bigger, you guys, I truly think this business with purpose community that we can shift our economy. I think mm -hmm. now is the time to get in the waves, jump in. It'll knock you down every now yeah. and again. But we've got to ride this and, and lean into consumers waking up to the power of their dollar. And so I actually secretly, last September, Molly knew about it. She's yeah. one of my best friends. Um, I launched a program. Uh, this program I'm talking about called The Wholesale Way with makers and brand owners. And for $37 a month, and it was super secret, I did like one free like training that I didn't send a replay out on. <laughs> and because uh, I was like, I don't, I just want to test to see if I truly like love to do this and yeah. if people get results, right? And so that was almost a year ago. So what they got each month was a one hour power hour training. So kind of like this workshop, then they got an easy button download. So like the pitch email template right. I just read. And then every, every month we gathered for an hour and I did a live community Q&A call. 
And it wasn't just me answering questions. It was every month them like learning from each other. So anywhere from like where, what best shipping rates are you finding? Where are you getting your earring cards? Um, Is anyone else freaking out? Um, Packaging supplies. Packaging. And it was, it's been so magical. And then, because I am really big on mental health. I know you are too, Molly. Every quarter, I brought in a trained mental health therapist who, she's fire. Her name is Bonnie. But she does um, a live hour and a half training every quarter that's based on like resiliency mindset. And people cry, they laugh. And it's really brought our group together and talking about, hey, it's not just these business things, principles we need to learn. Hey, I just had to close down my operation in Bangladesh because of the the pandemic. Hey, um, things are really hard right now. Hey, I just got on Oprah's favorite things list. Can someone celebrate? And all the intricacies that go with being an entrepreneur. And so I teamed up with, like, I messaged Molly and I was like, I think I'm ready to, like, add more members to my program because I'm loving this. In a year and people have gotten results. They've landed 12 accounts, 18 accounts. It's been so cool to see. It's really awesome. And I ran it by my group, I was like, hey, guys, would you be cool if we got like 30 or 40 new members and they're super pumped? It's like the most welcoming committee ever. So I'm going to give you a link and I'm just going to ask you not to share this with anyone. <laughs> Obviously, it's on the internet. But you guys <laughs> made it through the whole workshop. Yeah, everyone won't. So if you go to thewholesaleway.com backslash business with purpose. I'm going to open this back up again. Yes. To add to our friends and family um, crew. And they're so fun. And so honestly, guys, you can quit at any time. But what I want to tell you, $37 a month, you get all that. And I'm actually going to give you, if you sign up via this link, um, which you have to, because I don't have any other links floating out there. Guys, yeah. I don't This do is this. like, this is just for you. This is just for you. And I, we're not like saying that. We're not just being like, <laughs> This is just a one time. No, no this really is. is like it's something that yeah. M and I we had uh, we when we had lunch last yes. month. We were talking about pain points and yeah. um, just the things that we're you know I'm hearing from so many of you, yeah. my listeners, and things that she's hearing from people in her community. And so we were just like, what is something we could do to team together yeah. and kind of serve you? And yes. this is our way of doing that. And yeah. so yeah, this is just so for you guys. This is now I can return to the photography resource yeah. because if you guys join, I'm you get access to the full year's vault. So 12 months of training and one of the most powerful training for the brands in there because a lot of it, yes, we have people with thousands of accounts. We have people with three to five that now have 12 to 18. But we also have people like many of you who like, you know, just starting out and haven't even really thought about wholesale. And these learnings actually help you direct to consumer too. You don't have to be ready to wholesale yet. But the one training that was like, well, all of them are powerful, but this one was especially powerful. I got a photographer from LA that specializes in photography for social impact brands. Shout out to Calvina. Yes. Oh my she's so gosh. Good. She's so good. She did a whole training. It was like an hour, hour and a half long where she like basically taped a video camera to her and you saw her photograph yeah. on her phone in portrait mode from start to finish a product collection and edit it in a free app all for free with that like $3 poster board. Yeah. And she also included um, how to style and merchandise your images if you want to do lay flats. And it so blew good. my mind. I made everyone on my team watch it. I was like, we're about to up our Instagram stories, you guys. And so things like that, other things in the vault for you, Susanna, who's out of Kenya and Europe, she just did fall 2021 fr- trends. So she talked about colors and marketing stories that will sell well for you. This month, we had PR for makers and brand owners. So yes. like, how do you land on Oprah's favorite things list? How do you get local press? How can you do that for free? How um, can you get on podcasts? Yes. How do you get on podcasts? What does that look like? 
This month, I'm doing your holiday game plan to maximize your sales. And it's not just for wholesale accounts, but direct to consumers. Um, I talked about one month, I did my one trick to landing wholesale accounts that no one is doing. So yeah. it's a great follow-up to this workshop. I talked about making your first hire, whether that's a free earn intern to making your 10th hire. So like any, and the easy button download was like the interview questions and job descriptions. Mm -hmm. So you guys, it's in there for you. And like I said, you can do $37 and binge it for a month and quit, but we've literally never had anyone quit. And also, I don't even know if I told you this, Molly, but when you sign up via this link, um, you're going to get 20 minutes with me one-on-one -on, -one on my calendar. What? So <laughs> I know if I just love meeting people personally and I yeah. want to do that to show you like I truly care about your success. So if you want me to write your um, own catered pitch email, if you want me to look and give you a retailer's perspective on your product mix, anything, we can get so much done in 20 minutes. And then from there, you get access to me in this amazing community once a month on live calls too. I actually just finished. That's what I was coming yeah, from. When yeah, I was yeah. coming here. Yeah. So it's the wholesaleway.com backslash business with purpose. And I'm going to tell you guys the people I work best with um, are like, you just heard that and you want to sign up right now. I tend to not work well with people who need to kind of sit with something for a week or two. I think you'd find a better business coach um, in someone else. But if this like resonated with you and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the link right now. Or like, okay, let me calm down and think about it for an hour or two. But like, I want in, we're going to team, uh, we're going to team really well together. Um, and again, there's not, this isn't like a thing where you're signing up for a year. No. You can just try it for a month. Yes. Um, but uh, let me just say like, this is such a great investment. I mean, it's a write-off uh, to, to, to quote from uh, David uh, Rose. You know, it's a write-off. I don't know the write-off people. <laughs> write it off. You just write it off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, I mean, this is something that you're investing in your business and it really can pay back dividends yeah. to you and just the the quality and the value of the information that you're bringing each and every month and the community and just people being able to connect with each other. Yeah, it's so huge. So, so again, I will have the link in the show notes, but it is the wholesale way, W-H-O-L-E-S-A-L-E way.com forward slash business with purpose. Can I end this with a full circle moment? Please. Okay. So people often ask me like why I named my business The Flourish Market. And I have no good story, but it was really divine, the naming, because when I... <laughs> three and a half years in, looked up the definition of what is flourish. Like what is Google? What is the actual definition? The definition is to grow or develop in a healthy or vigorous way, especially as the result of a particularly favorable environment. Mm. And when I look out this window, when I look out the windows of my doors, the windows of my home, I would say we're not necessarily in what people would call a particularly favorable <laughs> environment right yeah. now. But what I'd say is look at who you surround yourself with. So, um, I can tell you I've been successful in business and really my personal life by intentionally um, investing my time and money and putting myself uh, around women who can support me and walk with me forward and yep. investing in, in coaches who steward my time and finances well. Yeah. And I think it matters who you spend your time with and who you give your ear to. And yep. what I've noticed over the years is I've traveled and I've sat with the women in the US or abroad behind our products at the Flourish Market is how important it was when someone said to them, I believe in you. Mm. And I believe in you. And it wasn't just one time, but it's this consistent thing that they needed and was a big part of our life. And I feel like for many of us, for most of us, especially in America, we don't consider that a need. 
But mm. that is an absolute need for us to be around people who say, I believe in you. Yep. And I'm going to get choked up. But Molly, when you gave me mm. that nod at Aww. my my table, my birthday table, when you gave me that first yes, it was so hard to reach out to you and ask for this quote favor as a friend, right? To, to host this grand opening for my business. You told me that and you've told me that over and over again. Aww. And that is the gift you give to business owners Aww. on this podcast. And so thank you for like giving you. me your platform. So I can say to you, I believe in you, friend. I know it's been a tough year for us all. And I wish I could look each of you in the eye right now. And just now I'm like kind of staring into blank space, but I'm pretending I'm looking in your eyes and say like, I believe in you. Okay. And, and I hope that helps you believe in yourself and look inside because I, I mentioned this earlier, but I want you to go out and walk in that power because the world needs more women and men doing that. Because when we do that, it gives other people permission to do the same. So cheers. Oh, this is so good. (laughs) And thank you for being here. Thank Mm -hmm. you for providing so much value and just sharing your wealth and your breadth and depth of knowledge um, that you have gathered over the years, your expertise. Uh, This is just like, this is like a million dollars of information. And so thank you for doing that. You're so selfless and generous with that and your passion for helping other retailers. And you just see this is an opportunity for community and not competition. And I love that so much about you. And that's one of those things that I just most admire about you. So thank you. Thank Thank you for being here. If you are still listening, which I know most of you are because you're (laughs) all the best. um, Thank you for tuning in um, and your support to me. And uh, this podcast means the world. Um, So as we wrap up here, uh, if you are not already subscribed, if you're a new listener of the show, please click that subscribe or follow button. That is a totally free thing for you to do. And that is a massive help to me. Another free thing for you to do is to leave a review and to share this, especially if you are a brand owner or a business owner and you think this episode would be helpful to somebody, please share it. That is, again, totally free for you to do. It costs you nothing. And it is the biggest help. People ask me all the time. They're just like, well, how can I support you? How can and I'm just like, leave a review of my show and tell people about it. Because as a podcaster, that is how I get the word out there about this podcast. That's how I grow um, as a business owner. Um, you know, and I've been really frank, this has been a really challenging year for me in business. Um, and so as a free way to support the show, subscribe, like, comment, review, share. Those are totally free things. Um, and I, it, it just provides so much value to me. And I really can't say thank you enough. Um, and if you are one of my loyal, faithful listeners, so many of you I hear from each and every week, you, you give me feedback on the episodes. Thank you. Your support means the world to me. I cannot thank you enough. Um, I mean, I have listeners in Australia who contact me every week. Um, I have a shout out to my group in Ethiopia. There's a little group in Ethiopia and they meet together at an internet cafe every week and listen to the show, which is just the coolest thing in the world. Um, So we have people all over the world who are listening to the show and it just really means so much to hear your feedback each and every week. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. If you don't already follow me on social media, you can find me at Still Being Molly. You can find M at The Flourish Market and at M Gray Underway. It's actually at Emily Gray. Emily Gray Underway. underway. Don't even worry about it. Emily Gray Underway. TheFlourishMarket.com. And uh, I'll, again, I'll have all of the links in the show notes. Um, you can find uh, the podcast, obviously, at Business with Purpose Podcast, Instagram, Facebook. Oh. But most importantly, like subscribe like like comment review subscribe share share 
Cheers to supporting each other. Totally free. Totally free. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Go do something good with purpose on purpose. <laughs>